G'day everyone and welcome to our third special episode coming your way live from Chicago. Well, once again, not live but recorded, but we are recording it live right now after just getting back to our hotel room from Survivor Series 2019. I say we, I'm joined by my son who's over here on the trip and my co-host for these special episodes, Mitchell. G'day Mitch, how are you? How's it going? I'm very well, thank you mate. Uh, Cheers, we've been treated to three pretty good nights of wrestling, haven't we? Extremely good nights. Yeah, and a couple of uh, other things that we've done too, just in case you're interested. Uh, went to the NFL today. Uh, I can tell you what, folks. Going to Australian Rules Football, going to the NRL, is never, ever going to be as cold as going to an NFL game in Chicago. Yesterday we went to a college game. It was zero degrees, and it was... So cold, I couldn't feel my hands on my face. Today, we went to Soldier Field to watch the Chicago Bears up against the New York Giants. It was eight degrees, and it was the coldest eight degrees I've ever experienced with that wind coming off the bay. wasn't the greatest game either. It was a shocking game as well, too. Absolutely shocking. Anyway. Gold Coast Melbourne probably. It was Gold Coast and Melbourne revisited, I think, from 2019. Uh, Anyway, we jumped on a train, got back to Allstate Arena. And walked in for right on the very start of the night. It was perfect timing. And let's go through the matches that we did see today. The tag team Battle Royal was first up. The OC, The Revival, The Forgotten Sons, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. The Street Profits, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. are Brizango, Lucha House Party, Imperium, Heavy Machinery, all there. All the big names. Not going to go through it all. It was just a match. It happened. Good way to kick off the night. Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler get the win. End of story. Yeah, it wasn't the greatest match, but what can you do? First match of the night, Battle Royal. Wasn't expecting tag, much. Tag team Battle Royals, I'm not too sure about. I think the one that we saw the other week uh, up in Sydney, uh, PWA show up there, was pretty good the way that that happened. Made a bit of comedy out of it. And st- I don't know. You anyway. can't expect too much from no, the you can't. first match of the you night. Can't. Next match was also a, uh, a good match as well. It was a triple uh, threat match. And it was between uh, Callisto, Tozawa and Leo Rush for the NXT Cruiserweight title. Some pretty good moves in this one. Well, it's what you expect from a Cruiserweight NX, um, NXT Cruiserweight. It was a very good fight. Wasn't the greatest fight, but it was cruiserweight NXT. Had a lot of um, good moves. Leo Rush got the chockies. Yeah, he did. Uh, Tozawa ended up hitting him with a, a big sentence, and uh, Rush got up on the two count. Tozawa just couldn't believe it. Callisto and Tozawa then go from arguing to trading blows. Tozawa goes for a German, but Callisto blocks, and uh, Salida then uh, got in. Rush runs in, hits the final hour on Callisto for the pin and retains the title. So he goes away with that belt. Uh, that was match number two. Match number three then pretty much kicked off the uh, the night of the uh, the big stuff, wasn't it? It was uh, the triple threat, the NXT 
Tag Team Champions, the Undisputed Era, versus SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the New Day, versus Raw Tag Team Champions, the Viking Raiders. And the good news is there was hundreds of pancakes thrown into the crowd. wouldn't say hundreds, but you would have liked a hundred, wouldn't you? Yes. They look nice and plump, those pancakes. So the waffles you had this morning. <laughs> yes, more waffles. Uh, what do you think of the match? Um, average match. Average match? I think, no, nah, it, was, it was a pretty good match. They all performed well. Viking Raiders. I, I always knew Viking Raiders were going to win. Would have liked to see the New Day get up, but what can you do? Yeah, it, it was interesting. I think the crowd was very much behind New Day. Also, the Viking Raiders didn't have any real crowd support at all, Until did they? Until they won. Until they won, and then everyone jumped on. Of course, the Undisputed Era had plenty of crowds. I'll say straight from the top, the support for NXT at Allstate Arena in these last three days has been absolutely over the top. It's been amazing that the development brand of WWE is getting such a good looking. And you know what I think it is? It's sort of that ECW mentality, I think, of the crowd. They're just looking for something different. And because these guys are new, they're fresh faces, they haven't seen them for a long time, and in most cases they're pretty exciting in some of the stuff that they do, I think it's that ECW mentality, and the crowd was always, you know, ECW, ECW, because they were getting into it, they were invested in it. Well, they're definitely invested in NXT due to the fact that it's just, it's new. So the chance of NXT going through the crowd through every match tonight was just overpowering. There, there weren't any chance for SmackDown or Raw as a brand. It was all NXT. Yeah, they had the home ground advantage, the way the crowd well, was. It, but it's right you say that. Triple H came out the other day and said, this is our ring. And that that is exactly the way it's played out. They have had the home ground advantage here in Chicago. It, it helps that they had a big pay-per-view last night that went down pretty well. Oh, it was... A-plus, that pay-per-view that's, last night. That's what helped tonight. Yeah, exactly. This was actually pretty... It was pretty fun, fast-paced, but it's a pretty good match. Yep, uh, Eric rocking Big E with a huge knee. Ivar tags back into the springboard German suplex with Eric uh, to the Big E. It went on and on, and then uh, the Vikings go on and hit a Viking experience, which covered Fish for the pin. Knocked out Riley. And uh, it was all over. The Viking Raiders take the win. And the scoreboard after the first three matches, even at one apiece between NXT, Raw and SmackDown. Then we get into it. The Women's Survivor Series Triple Threat Elimination Match. Captain, of course, was Sasha Banks, Carmella, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans and Nikki Cross versus Rhea Ripley, of course, for the NXT brand. Tony Storm, Bianca Belair, Candice LeRae, and one of my favourite wrestlers over the last couple of nights has been Eo. She's fantastic. She, she's very good, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, I like her. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Charlotte Flair leading the team there with Sarah Logan, Natalia, uh, in the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions in Asuka, and uh, Kiari Sane. Ah, uh. Injury played a big part in this. Um, it was good for WWE to create future feuds in Flair and Oscar and 
and really showed what um and really showed what like Sarah Logan and the likes can do in the ring. Yes, it did. There's no doubt about it. Uh, NXT were reduced to three, three. wrestlers. Three wrestlers. Yeah, and uh, they did a pretty good job. Rhea, Io, and Candice LeRae uh, getting the win. It was it was an action packed match. It was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. And you're right. I think I like what you said about the future battles. They're definitely preparing Rhea Ripley, the girl from South Australia, who's doing an amazing job at the moment, and her star is shooting she's out of the universe. She's the next big thing. Next big oh, thing. She's the next big thing. And I said it last night, and it was started. There was a bit of setting up of it tonight. I am so looking forward, and I would pay some good money to come back over to America to watch a title match between Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair. Two powerhouses. Two Goliaths of the ring. They're big girls. Yeah. That'd be a ripper match. Anyway, well done to the NXT girls getting the win there. They go 2-1-1 on the leaderboard. NXT. Triple threat match for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. Uh, sorry, it was a triple threat match, sorry, I should say. With the WWE Intercontinental Champion in... Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, the NXT North American champion in Wadwick Strong. Roderick. Willis Wadwick. Roderick Strong. And the WWE United States champion in AJ Styles. Thoughts? He had big, ex- ex- big, big expectations. It was hard for him to live up. It wasn't, didn't live up, didn't live up completely to expectations, but it was still an extremely good match. It was hard hitting. There was plenty of competitive, uh, plenty of DDTs from AJ Styles. Did he, he did a moonsault into a DDT on uh, on Strong that looked amazing. That was very good. He he uh, he's still got it, AJ, hasn't he? Three great wrestlers. Yeah, they are three great wrestlers, no doubt. Uh I think we were barracking for Nakamura, were we? Yeah. Shinsei, we were. I just I've... love the way that Shinsuke goes about it. Yeah. His skills. Uh, Roderick Strong gets the win there, and that was uh, all over. Uh, the the finish with Nakamura calling uh, for uh, Sammy to try and rally him and, and rally the crowd for him. Nakamura charged at AJ, who rolled him up. Nakamura fights him off. AJ then springboards in for a phenomenal forearm and hits Nakamura with it. And then Strong runs in out of nowhere to steal AJ's pin and gets the win. Creative move at the finish. Creative move. Bit dodgy. He, he didn't do too much. Like, he wasn't the... I, I, I don't reckon he was the main main man of the fight. Okay. He didn't. No, no, he wouldn't have been. No, no doubt. He didn't really do too much, but... The next match, though, that's... This was a good one. Pete Dunne and Adam Cole for the NXT title match. Uh, They worked on fingers early, didn't they, for about the first two or three minutes? Yeah, I didn't know Adam Cole was going to... I thought he was still dead from last night. (laughs) Don't know how he's wrestling today, but... (laughs) He would have been... I have no doubt that he would have been sore today. That was a big, big fall. From the top of that. Just shows how he wants to be the top man in the WWE. Yeah, exactly. Future years. They love him too. 
Adam yeah. Cole. Baby. Baby is what the crowd was shouting for most of that event and then most of the main event as well. But we'll get into that a little um, bit later. Dunn. Dunn's always great. Pete Dunn's always great. Adam Cole, always great. Put them in the ring together. You're going to get a great match. Yep. Fantastic finish. Uh, the Both guys were on the apron. Cole kicked the leg out as the referee was counting. Uh, Cole then goes to the second rope, hits a big uh, Panama sunrise on the apron. The crowd goes wild, chants, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. They did that a couple of times throughout the night. Uh, that led Cole to hitting a big kick to the face, but Dunn still kicks out in the middle of the ring. Bleeding from his mouth at that point was uh, Pete Dunn. Cole steps on Dunn's hand. Dunn goes for the fingers. Cole counters a bitter end and turns it into a Panama sunrise. Cole follows up with the last shot for the pin to retain. Great finish. Good win. Great finish. I said last night I didn't think Pete Dunn could beat him on Survivor Series. I was proven right, but I do think that Pete Dunn will Next. get that title at some point in the near in the very near future. Yeah. I think he's too good a wrestler not to have it under his belt. He's got to have some title at all times, I reckon. Yeah. One of my highlights for this whole four-day tour of wrestling was to see the entrance of the fiend, Bray Wyatt. We saw it tonight in his WWE Universal title match against Daniel Bryan. What did you think of it? It, was pretty... it wasn't... I thought it could have been better, the entrance. Never really went black at any point, but it was pretty skeevy. I was a six-shot You're right, kick. actually. It never went to total blackout at any no. point. It was... I would, I would have been pretty. I would have been pretty scared if, if I was a bit younger. Still a great. Um, You're only fourteen, mate. Great, yeah. I was, still wasn't really scared of it. Um, great, <laughs> great entrance. Um, the red lights is what get fiend. What get what gets him going? Now we should mention this because the red light. There at no point through the match was there a white light on the ring. It was just red yeah, throughout the whole stadium. It's just feed can't lose during the while the red lights are on. Don't know, it just gets into his mind. He likes it. Mm. Daniel Bryan tried hard. The crowd really got behind Daniel Bryan. Lots of yelling of yes, yes, yes with the kicks. Yeah, he brought back the yes movement. Yeah, he did. That's what you'd like to see. We haven't said that for a while. And maybe this is the turnaround for Daniel Bryan. I think uh, we had this chat on the podcast a few weeks ago about where his path was lying. Uh, He really fought hard on this one. Gave it everything he could, but at the end of the day, uh, he, Bray Wyatt was just too strong. He showed himself what he what he can do. I think he, he's going to get a bit bit better from that. He's going to get a bit better mentally. He's he's going to he will beat the fiend. He will beat the fiend and become the universal champion in the near future. Yeah, there you go. Good call. Uh, the mandible got a bit of use as you would expect tonight by Bray Wyatt, and it was uh, that that uh, finished it off. For the win for Bray yeah. White and the Fiend. What I'd like to see is the uh, table ladders chairs match December 15th. Oh, between Bray White and... Yeah, the Fiend and Daniel Bryan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That could, nice. that could get... Excellent. That could get traction for sure. That that could be the main event right yeah. there. Uh, Men's Survivor Series triple threat elimination match was Team Raw, Seth Rollins, Ricochet... Drew McIntyre, Kevin Owens confirmed earlier in the night uh, that he enjoyed his stay with NXT yesterday, but Raw team needed him tonight. 
So he was going to help them out, and Randy Orton was there as well. Team SmackDown had Roman Reigns as the captain, uh, Baron Corbin, who's an absolute dick, uh, Shorty G, Mustafa Ali, and Braun Strowman. What's, what's so bad about Baron Corbin? He's a dick, Finnegan. He just does good. No, and I understand that that's the role that he's playing. Well, I'm here to tell you that he plays it well. I actually reckon he's probably a dick in real life also. He's a, he's a good bloke in and Because out you of can't him. act that well at being a dick. You've either got that in you or you haven't. He's no good. Uh, Team NXT was, of course, uh, Ciampa, Keith Lee, Matt Riddle, Damian Priest, and the WWE UK champion, Walter, came out as the fifth member. M- much loved by the much loved WWE too, he was. universe. There's no doubt. The, uh, everyone was uh, really popping for Walter and gave probably one of the biggest boos of the night when Walter was the first man <laughs> counted out. No one could believe it. But, <laughs> yeah, no, everyone, no one really liked it. Um, wasn't, first half wasn't, it was a bit messy the first half. Wasn't the greatest bit, bit scrappy. But the last half, last half is absolutely great. Um, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns. I thought it could have been a shield, shield come back. I thought they could have came back together, but they showed why they've always been brothers and yeah. they stuck together against Ciampa and Lee. And Reigns, Reigns um, held held strong. He did in the didn't end. He? Uh, one of the parts that I loved was uh, Walter throwing a, a German suplex. Uh, around, he, he even tried to put one onto uh, Braun Strowman, and that got blocked big time. Uh, the crowd actually yelled BS when Walter. I said they booed, but they actually yelled BS when he was eliminated. Well, they couldn't believe it. He's been, he hasn't, he hasn't lost for a whole year. He hasn't like yeah. he's been unbeaten for the last year, and yeah. when he. When he gets eliminated by one Claymore kick, like, it's not the best. Correct. Uh, after all the eliminations, uh, it was... Uh, actually, uh, we saw a few big uh, Superman punches from Roman Reigns, didn't we? Yeah. I don't love Superman punches. You don't? I love them. Oh, yeah. Well, he uh, got one on Ciampa. And uh, he was eliminated from that. That left uh, Lee, Reigns and Rollins in the ring. Fans really got behind Lee and the NXT chant went up pretty high. Uh, Seth Rollins was eliminated. That left Roman Reigns and Lee in the end. Uh, the fans really got behind Lee again when those two were left. I'd love to see a Lee Reigns match for a title, not for a title. Just one pay-per-view, something, put them together. That's an A-plus match right there. Another couple of Superman punches from Reigns on Lee. Couldn't get the counts uh, from that. Uh, Lee kicked out. And then uh, Lee went to the second rope for a moonsault. Reigns moved. Reigns followed up with a spear for the pin to win for Team SmackDown. And then the crowd got behind Roman Reigns. Yeah, well, that was the story of the night. They didn't really like someone until they won. Well, and then and then as soon as they won, everyone got behind them. And yeah. Chicago audience. They yeah. say it's one of the greatest audience in wrestling, but don't think they had a bigger side. A bit bandwagon, to be honest. Yeah, possibly they did. 
they probably, possibly they were because they were they were cheering for their boy. Yeah, Mustafa. Yeah. yeah, they were cheering for Mustafa at one stage, and there was uh, another big boo let out when he was pinned and eliminated as well. They get a bit rowdy, the Chicago. They do, crowd, don't but... they? We're into the final couple of matches now and the no-holes-barred, no-DQ match for the WWE title. Rey Mysterio, Brock Lesnar, a personal favourite match, this one of mine. It was one that I've been looking to for a long, long time since it was announced especially. To see Rey Mysterio for me, who I've just absolutely admired as a wrestler for so long, still uh, doing well. It was great to see him. Brock Lesnar, I could take or leave. Doesn't really bother me. Paul Heyman there as well. This had a good bit around it, didn't it? Oh, coming into the match, we knew they're both old. It's not going to be a 20-minute grinded-out match. It's going to be get in there, hit a couple chairs, a couple F5s, go home. Everyone that's seen a good match, go home happy. Um, when Dominic came out, everyone was loving it. I thought he was going to get killed, but a couple, a couple, um, a couple low blows by Dominic and Rey Mysterio turned it around, and that was really the turning point. Yeah, it certainly was. Uh, Dominic copped a, a what a, a suplex from. Oh. Yeah, it was. He copped a suplex from uh, from Brock Lesnar, and that uh, didn't help. Dominic's uh, night too much, but there was some. There was a couple of chair shots. Uh, there was a what was it? A, the metal stick. Yeah, the um, the metal pipe. The metal pipe that was swung around a bit uh, by Ray at times. Uh, look at the end. Dominic and Ray teamed up. They hit the double six one nine was special for me. Yeah, and then they jumped on. Um, they jumped on Brock Lesnar as they do after the six one nine. Double pinfall. We thought that was it, but uh, Brock Lesnar had to had to win, didn't he? He gave um, he gave a German suplex to Dominic, and then he hit Mysterio with the F five. I didn't think an F one F five should finish it, because what um, what Mysterio did to what Mysterio and Dominic did to Brock Lesnar, an F five. And Brock Lesnar kicked out. F five shouldn't finish it. Just one F five, but great. It was a um, pretty good match, above average. Uh, top five match of the night, probably. Yeah, no doubt it was. Without a doubt, that was. Uh, it was just good. Final match of the night, main event. WWE have gone for it again with the women's main event, uh, and it was a triple threat match between Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch, NXT Women's Champion. Shayna Baszler and SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey. Um, yeah, going into it, you thought great fight here, great match. We're in for a thirty-minute, twenty-minute long, great, great match, great fight, but one of the worst fights of the night. Completely disappointing. Uh, one of the worst nights. I would nearly say it was the worst night of the fight, well, and that's and it's not because it's women's wrestling or anything. I love women's wrestling. I love WWE women's wrestling. It has come so far, but this just didn't have any high spots. It was shocking. Um, the Battle Royal was probably worse, but you weren't expecting anything out of the Battle Royal. You were expecting a great match with this, and there was there was no spots until after the match. The crowd, half the crowd left. 
yelling, and the other half that didn't leave were yelling, "This is boring," and they they didn't like it at all. Was not a good look for women's wrestling in the WWE. No, it, there were boos in there as well. We were sitting tonight. We were sitting up in the top row. Not top row. Right? Oh, well, not top. We were in the top level, but uh, we were four rows from the front of that top level, so we had fairly nice seats. But I'm happy to say that it was in with the punters, it, the the real wrestling fans who can't afford the six and seven hundred dollar on the ring seats. We were in with these guys. The, the good-looking people. And they were spewing with this match. The amount of diatribe that was being thrown around all around us, wow-wee, it was just, uh, no, it was tough. No one was happy. There was not one person who was happy apart from the one person we spoke to after their match. I don't know what he was on. But... We'll hear from him shortly. We did get a couple of the punters after the game after the match, to uh, give their thoughts on what happened. Uh, look, at the end of the day, it wasn't a great match. Bailey tapped Shayna Baszler, uh, had her in a clutch, and, uh, yeah, it was all over. And then it got nasty when uh, Becky Lynch took Shayna Baszler out outside the ring into the announcer's table uh, posing, yelling at her, all that sort of stuff. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure if it was the Spanish table or the German announcer's table, but people who speak European languages at WWE don't get much favours from the wrestlers. Their tables seem to be attacked first. <laughs> um, that's there the go-to. Well, they're not the main tables, so, for the, um, America, for the English viewers, so it's probably why, but if I'm... If I'm watching on TV, I'd rather see the English table get demolished, the one that I'm listening to. Um, but um, in any, put any of those two together, just a one-on-one match, they would have had a great match. I think it's the triple threat format, like making it a triple threat match, that's what made it not as good. Yeah. Because they all worked hard, but it wasn't, didn't get much reward for it. Yeah, and and I can and look for the people that went to have been to all three nights, and we're two of those people. I'm not sure how many of the others have been. We've been treated to three amazing nights of wrestling across the board. As Chicago always does, Chicago always gets treated to. Regardless, they have given us three amazing nights of wrestling. It was just disappointing that people are going to go home with that final match on their mind, and that's going to be their impression of the entire night. Um, the people, people might not go to Raw tomorrow because, oh, they probably will, but the people that are going all four nights, it's going to be a good night tomorrow, tomorrow at Raw, but they just, it wasn't a good end to the, end to the whole night. Um, I would have rather see the NXT Championship Pete Dunne match. I would rather see that as the main event. Well, I would have rather see the five-man match, the male match. It the, usually is. The men's Survivor Series triple threat match. Most Survivor Series yeah. usually is. Anyway, doesn't matter. Great night. It was a really, really good night. Unfortunately, the, the main event didn't hit the highs that we thought they would, but that happens in wrestling. Let's have a listen to what the punters had to say outside the All-State Arena after tonight's Survivor Series. All right, got a couple of punters here who watched the... Uh, Survivor Series. Oh, what do you think, mate? 
Yeah, it was pretty good. Main event was pretty boring, but other than that, overall, really good show. Issa? I agree. The main event was pretty boring, but I think best match of the night might have been Daniel Bryan and Fiend match. It was, it was a really good match. Main eventing women's matches, of course, it worked at WrestleMania. Fantastic. It doesn't seem to have worked this time. Do you think WWE may drop the concept? They might, I don't know. They, they tend to run things in the ground, though, so it's, it's hard to say. Yeah, so true. Uh, back again tomorrow, boys, for Ball. Roy, have you been here all weekend? Uh, we've been here for the weekend, but this was our first event of the weekend. But we won't be here for Raw tomorrow. We so gotta do you go leave back. a little bit disappointed or happy? Still happy. Yeah, I mean, overall, I'm glad we came. Beautiful. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks, boss. What did you think of Survivor Series, sir? I thought overall it was a great show. It proved to be less than the redheaded stepchild of the big four pay-per-views tonight. The addition of NXT was a welcome sight. The fact that NXT ended up winning out, I think, surprised a lot of the fans, and it was very nice to see a lot of the NXT faithful in the crowd as well. I think there's no doubt that the crowd were very much behind the NXT brand as well. Is that sort of a a little bit of a wake-up call for WWE management to say, hey, guys, the rest of your product may be just falling behind a bit? I think so, but I think it could also be a bit of a double-edged sword where Vince turns around and sees that he has something going with this NXT product and tries to dip his hands into it a little bit more than he does right now. Yeah, fair call. Uh, Final match, the women's match. Your your thoughts on that? I thought overall it was a good match. Uh, I think the crowd got a little rowdy at different points, but it was definitely... uh, great match overall. I was rooting for Shayna the whole time, so I was glad that she was able to pull out the win. Well done. Thank you for that. Thank you. Alright, there you go. That were the uh, thoughts of the putters outside All-Star Arena tonight. Thank you, Mitch, for your thoughts. Let's finish off as we have the last couple of nights with a couple of great interviews. Uh, Callisto and also Drew Apollo, Drew Brees. Apollo, Drew Brees. He's the, uh, of course, the quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. He didn't talk to us. Uh, Apollo Crews spoke to us as well as Callisto. This is what those guys had to say a couple of days ago. We're catching up with the king of flight, Callisto. Hey, uh, Callisto, welcome to On The Turnbuckle. Uh, congratulations so far on your career. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm actually really, really excited because I'm in Newton Bain Elementary School right now. And uh, we're, well, actually, the kids are inspiring me. Uh, to be more healthy and uh, and they're so active with the community so it's really really Im- they're showing me the really important the importance of what they do and I'm just so surprised right now and I'm excited to be here so. you guys really are role models for a lot of kids around the world for you I'm sure a lot of kids back in Mexico look up to you and, and want to be you well not only in Mexico uh, for example when I first time I went to India first thing they did uh, when they saw me Lucha Lucha just Hearing that is very inspiring, and having kids telling me, um, I, you, I'm not, I don't want to be a wrestler, but you inspired me to be a doctor. I'm like, whoa, yeah. why is that? Because of your scream, lucha, means I want to fight for it. That's what it means. It fight, fight for it until you, so you won't give up. Just keep fighting, and something will happen. Kids are understanding that now. And same thing here when I came to the, when I'm here, I'm here in, the, in the school, kids are screaming, lucha, lucha. So my main goal is to have that more out there, to be worldwide, to be my, the new scream, like, yes, you can. My scream is lucha, lucha. Just hearing that around the world, it inspires me and motivates me to fight and be the best. 
Speaking of inspiring luchas, Rey Mysterio gets an opportunity at the, the belt this weekend. Uh, how good is that going to be for him? Man, hey, he's been world champion before, and deep down in my heart, I know he can do it. You know, he has all the tools, and he, he's great. You know, that's why he's a great inspiration. Um, he's, he's a great meaning, a great symbol and meaning of the word lucha. For a lot of people out there might think that the, the lucha mask is just part of a gimmick and the like, but just fill us in about the heritage that, and how it actually belongs to you. Well, I'll tell, I'll tell it like this. Like when people tell me and they don't understand why I wear a mask, I'll, I'll put it this way. Um, it's like I'm a knight and I have my armor. A knight has his sword. The sword, like, the sword makes the knight. You know, that's what, that's what when they say that, uh, okay, that the, the sword, it's, it's, it's everything. So I'm a knight, and this, this is my sword. And that's, that's how much it means to me. Now, it goes way back from the Aztecs and the Mayans where they, they wore masks right before battle. And the, depending on the mask, they feel like they're a jaguar. They feel they're a tiger. Any animal they feel, that's when they design the mask. And it's like, hey, I'm a wolf today. I'm a, or I'm a, I'm a tiger. Or I'm, a, you know, I'm a lion. So that's when the designs and everything came in. You know? uh, that's what makes a person... You know, they're the true warrior. I'm a warrior. Certainly are, Callisto. We thank you for your time today. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time. And lucha, lucha. We're catching up with Apollo Crews. Welcome to On the Turnbuckle. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Hey, Apollo, uh, NXT getting a massive run at the moment, isn't it, through the WWE? And very uh, worthy, aren't they, the guys there? They've been putting in the hard yards. Yeah, you know, uh, we all work extremely hard and uh, we travel. Uh, there's, there's no rest, you know what I mean? The grind is... Uh, all the time. Um, it's good to see some of these guys get an opportunity to be on TV and, and showcase their talent, and uh, I'm glad to be a part of all this going on right now. That's what I was going to ask you. Do you sort of feel a sense of pride about the way it's built up and the work that you put in in the time that you were there and where it's at now? Yeah, for sure. I was there at a, at a you know, it's all, I can't, you know, I was there at a different time, you know what I mean? But uh, while I was there, I had such a great time. I was very, there for a very short time, only a year, like to the day, um, uh, and debuted on the main roster after uh, WrestleMania in um, Dallas. But, um, uh, like I said, it, it's the work that we put in on a regular basis. It's good to see it paying off for so many different people. You're former indie wrestler yourself. You fought for a fair few uh, companies around. The, the yep. pathway for indie wrestlers now to the top where you're at at the moment, it's fairly defined, isn't it now? Yeah, it is. It, it used to be a lot different. Um, uh, the mold has just changed, I, I believe. I feel like it's a different type of superstar. I don't think it's such a set idea of what a superstar should look like. We have uh, different... Uh, People from different uh, races, different cultures, different skin colors, sizes, shape, everything. Is, it's, it's cool to see so many different people from around the world that, uh, you know, killed themselves on the indies for so long, being able to shine in, uh, in front of, uh, you know, millions of people. You were a doubles wrestler, for, doubles wrestler, tag team wrestler there for a while with Titus yeah, Worldwide. Yeah, yeah. Back to singles wrestling for you now. Has that been yeah. a totally different mindset for you? Yeah, well, I started as a singles and then went to tag team. So it, it just bringing back that mindset of, uh, you know, it's, it's about me. The focus is on me now and, you know, not having someone to look out for me or having someone looking out or me looking out for somebody else. Um, uh, become a little more selfish if I miss myself. But uh, time, the time while I spent with Titus was amazing, and Titus is such a good dude, and he helped me out tremendously with just opening up and, and not taking myself so seriously. So I owe a lot of that to Titus, and uh, it's good to see him doing so well. You know, he does so much for his community. It's cool to be able to come here and see these young kids wanting to do certain things for their communities as well. It's such a young age, you know what I mean? 
And the, the partnership also with Diana as well, that, that was a, yeah. a big part yeah, of it also? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was. She was uh, our third member and, uh, you know, she helped us out a lot. It's good to see her. She gets to wrestle at Survivor Series this uh, Sunday. So I'm, I'm glad for everybody's success. Thanks for your time. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thanks for joining us. Hope you enjoyed Survivor Series back at home, wherever you watched it. We'll bring you our final show, our final special edition from Chicago tomorrow after the Raw edition. And I think we might even have Walsh and Lyle in the studio as well back in Melbourne. So look forward to having a chat to those boys about it as well. Thanks for joining us. All the best. We'll catch you again soon right here on mypodcasthouse.com.